Welcome to the All Things Strange Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. we got some breaking news for you. This is really, really exciting stuff. I did not want to wait to cover this on a regularly scheduled episode. Here we go. The James Webb Telescope took a peek at a planet 120 light years away. But why is this exciting? Because one of the things they saw was the molecule dimethyl sulfide. On Earth, this molecule is produced exclusively by life, primarily by phytoplankton in the oceans. As far as we know, this molecule does not occur naturally. This could be the first official biomarker that we've found. Pretty dang exciting stuff. Now, for those of you unfamiliar, a block zone, no wait, uh, the James Webb Telescope is not just a telescope, but a space telescope. It's an infrared telescope with capabilities that far exceed the legendary Hubble telescope. And I could do a whole episode just on the telescope because it's pretty cool. Really, really cool. But it's brand spanking new. It was launched at the end of 2021 and it came online sometime after that. I forget the exact timeline, but it doesn't really matter. Let's say it came online in 2022. So this thing has been around very short period of time. We're just getting new data from this thing. It's really exciting, really exciting stuff. It's a badass telescope and I can't wait to see what new discoveries are, are uh, learned from its capabilities. Again, new capabilities, way better than what we had before. It's already been able to image things that, you know, probably a decade ago, they might not have even thought was possible to image. Will they be able to look far back in time enough to see the Big Bang? Don't know. Probably not, but one can always hope, right? Anyways, let's not worry about that telescope. The molecule was detected on the aptly named planet K2-18b, which is about nine times the Earth's, slightly less, I think like 8.7 or something, but about nine times the Earth's mass. And it's in the constellation Leo. They believe that it's a water world. That um, What do they call it? A Hycian or something? But they think that most of the surface or all of the surface is covered in water. Pretty interesting stuff. That would be a, the perfect place to find some plankton, right? Anyways, since it's in the constellation of Leo, I couldn't help myself. I had to look up, um, you know, astrology, not astronomy, but astrology pertaining to Leo's. I couldn't help it. I apologize in advance for people who don't like this stuff. I'm not really in astrology that much, but I do think it's fun. You know, if you ever open up a fortune cookie, you get a little fortune yeah, help, let me out of here. You know, uh, I'm trapped in a factory kind of, a, but whatever. So Leos are apparently dramatic, outgoing, fiery, and self-assured, according to horoscope.com. And um, today's horoscope for Leos from horoscope.com is for September 13th, 2023, large social gatherings, perhaps group events or festivals could put you in the middle of an agitated crowd. At first, it could seem exhilarating, but after a while, you could feel stifled. Oh no, I wouldn't want to feel stifled. I'm not a Leo, so I'm not worried. Still, you won't want to miss anything, so you'll be in a quandary. It's okay to leave for a while and come back. The crowd should dissipate somewhat by the time you return. <laughs> okay, that's oddly specific and oddly yet super not important in anybody's life. Okay, so if you're a Leo and you find yourself in a crowd, 
go ahead and leave and then come back. <laughs> Although probably this will not come out until tomorrow, so you'll be fine either way by the time you hear this. Anyways, back to K218b. Uh, it also ha- was found to have carbon-based molecules like methane and CO2, which are also things that are associated with life, but not necessarily exclusive to life. Here's a quote. This molecule, we're talking again about the methyl, what is it, methyl sulfide? Let me scroll back up so I get that chemical, dimethyl sulfide. Yeah, so here's a quote about the dimethyl sulfide. This molecule is unique to life on Earth. There is no other way this molecule is produced on Earth. So it has been predicted to be a very good biosignature in exoplanets and habitable exoplanets, including Hycian worlds, according to Niku Madhusud, Madhusudun, if you're, sorry to new listeners, if you're, if you've listened to us before, you know that we suck at pronouncing things, but Madhusudhan, M-A-D-H-U-S-U-D-H-A-N, apologies to Niku for mispronouncing your name, but he's a scientist and he says, you know, that don't take my word for it. This is what a scientist says. This is unique to life. Now, scientists are urging caution because the data is so new, they need time to evaluate it. They need time to verify it to make sure it wasn't some kind of mistake. Mistakes have happened before. For example, when um, when scientists at CERN allegedly detected a, a particle that went faster than the speed of light, and then they later determined that it was just an error or a rounding calculation or whatever, it turned out to not be true. So they're urging caution. They're saying this doesn't necessarily mean that there's life on the planet, Earth is a very small sample size, so it's possible that this molecule is produced over there in a way that's natural, that's not, that doesn't happen here. We don't know, but it's very exciting nonetheless. We have a possible biosignature on another planet in another solar system 120 light years away. Very, very exciting stuff, even if it is preliminary. Uh, again, I want to urge caution. The scientists say this is not necessarily proof of life. We need more time to figure it out. So I'm not saying that either because I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I don't know molecules from a hole in the ground or, you know, whatever saying you want to use. I'm just reporting what the scientists say. And what the scientists say, I think, is very, very exciting, even if they're not saying it's proof. The way they discover this molecule is really, really cool as well. So as the planet passes in front of its star, the light from the star is filtered through the atmosphere of the planet. The atmosphere absorbs certain parts of the light spectrum, and this can be used to identify molecules. Huh? <laughs> what? How does that work, right? It's pretty weird stuff. But actually, this is a method of, uh, this method to identify elements and things on other stars has been around for a really long time. And this is how we can look at a star that's very far away or a galaxy or whatever. And we can determine what elements are in there. It's really neat. And you can look it up. It's called uh, transmission spectro- spectroscopy. And there are articles and things. Probably Wikipedia has a good article that explains it to the layperson. but there's basically the way light works is certain elements will absorb light in specific parts of the spectrum. So if you get light from a star and it's missing light in a specific part of the spectrum, then that indicates that that element is present. Maybe a little simpler than it sounds, although actually doing it is probably not that easy. 
really, really cool stuff. And I was really excited. Um, not the sort of thing that we're going to do a whole episode on, at least not anytime soon. And anyways, we do our episodes in advance. There's a little bit of a delay. So I wanted to do like just a little breaking news blurb. We don't normally do these, but once in a while, something like this pops up and we usually end up don't covering it at all. So I wanted to just do something on it and it's really exciting. This could be the beginning. This could be the beginning of proof of life on other planets. Really exciting stuff. And this discovery, the timeline of this discovery is in line with what I've speculated about before on the show. So I speculated that when they came out with these Tic Tac videos, what was that, 2017 or whatever? Um, I could look it up. It doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure it was 2017 when the New York Times came out with that article with this released Tic Tac video that was exciting. Everybody was calling it disclosure and they were talking about debating, you know, disclosure with a capital D and a lowercase d and any other cases mixed in there. I don't know. But I took a step back and I wondered to myself, why would the government admit that this video was real all of a sudden? After years and years, I've covered it on the show many times, after decades and decades and decades of denying UFOs, of trying to ridicule witnesses, of trying to pretend that it's not a real thing, whatever may be the cause of it, trying to hide it, trying to cover it up. I've talked about this many times in episodes, things like the Bollinger Memo, where they take the Blue Book files and they hide them away somewhere where they're not easy to get to and the average person isn't going to bother. Everything from, you know, from that to proof we have of cover-ups to, you know, to the Stars Academy and all this thing. I won't go into all this stuff, but uh, well, first I want to say, though, the Tic Tac video was around since 2004 and it was leaked on the above top secret forums where people thought it was fake. So if this video is around for, you know, over a decade and then all of a sudden it's breaking news somehow, the whole thing just seemed a little suspicious to me as to why the government would come out with this. Well, so it was, let's be clear, was the government did not come out to this, but the government did verify that the video was legitimate. So that's what we're talking about here. So after all these years, the government does a total 180 after years and years of debunking. Why would they do that? Well, my theory was that the government is doing a 180 as part of a soft disclosure because it's only a matter of time with our advancing technology. It's only a matter of time until they detect a biosignature on an exoplanet. I've said this a couple of times before on the show, so new listeners, you can go back and find it on previous episodes, but my theory was that they're doing this to acclimate the population to the idea of life on other planets, not necessarily even civilizations or intelligent life, any life, even plankton or even a single celled bacteria or whatever it may be, any life at all could potentially be disruptive to our modern society. That's what our government believes. I haven't really talked about that too much on the show, um, the studies they've done for that kind of stuff. Maybe I'll cover it sometime in the future. But the government believes that, that proof of life somewhere else could be extremely disruptive to modern society. So they want to acclimate us slowly over time to the idea, in other words, soft disclosure, or disclosure with a lowercase d, I'm pretty sure that's what they mean by soft disclosure. But the idea 
is that they don't want us to get the information of extraterrestrial life all at once because we might completely flip out and ride in the streets and go berserk. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't really, it's a forest versus the trees kind of a thing for people like me who look into this stuff all the time. I would expect there to be life out there. In fact, I'm convinced there is life out there somewhere. And I think there's good evidence that life out there somewhere has been, been visiting us here, whether or not they're proof that that is real. We don't know, but there's a lot of really compelling cases, but I find it very unusual that the government would do a 180. So I think that their 180 was trying to acclimate us because new technology like the James Webb telescope would find a biosignature sooner or later. And they knew that the government knew that we were going to get a biosignature sooner or later. So they started with confirming this release. And in fact, I believe that they may have been behind this release by the New York times. Maybe the government asked them to do this, to release this as something. And the release is not 100% convincing. I won't go into the whole thing. We actually haven't done an episode on the Tic Tac videos, mostly because so many other people were covering it that I kind of didn't want to do it because I felt like, well, why do we need to say anything about it? Everybody else has already covered it so incredibly thoroughly. Um, Notably, uh, if you're curious to hear coverage on this particular case and all of the people involved with more modern stuff, I highly recommend checking out some podcasts like um, the Black Vaults podcast, John Greenwald Jr., excellent stuff, or um, Alejandro Rojas covered it. I don't think he does his podcast anymore. He stopped doing it, but he covered this stuff, had some people on for interviews and did some really good work on that stuff. So there's a lot of people who covered it. Those are the two I would recommend you check out, Alejandro Rojas and John Greenwald Jr. Excellent stuff. But um, yeah, I think that's where we're at. That's what I suspect is now this is the advancement of the timeline. You had this stuff coming out. The government seems to be behind it. You have some regularly scheduled programs coming out with new evidence over time. The evidence is never super convincing. They always allow some wiggle room for people who don't want to believe it. They allow those people to not believe it, but you're seeing this stuff on major outlets now where it has not been for quite some time. Well, at least not treated seriously. You'll see some videos for my whole life. I've seen You know, like the evening news will have coverage of some kind of UFO thing, but they'll laugh at it and ridicule it and they won't take it seriously. But now all of a sudden they're taking it seriously. And this is the next step. Maybe the next step is actually finding the biosignature. Are we here? Is this the next step in finding extraterrestrial life? It looks pretty compelling. Looks really exciting and compelling. It's not proof or a smoking gun yet. It's a developing story, but I think it's really awesome, really exciting, and I can't wait to see what developments happen next. So keep your eyes tuned and your ears peeled on the airwaves. See what ha- what develops on this. And yeah, that's all we got for you this time. Breaking news. If you'd like to catch our regularly scheduled program, which is usually on Friday evenings for the live show, you can check out Discord. The link in the description. Discord is basically a chat room, chat room and audio rooms that we have a server we can use that we use it for our live shows. It works pretty well. So if you'd like to catch the live show, which usually happens Friday nights, not always, usually Friday nights at eight o'clock, 
Check it out in the description. You can download the app or access it through your browser. Until next time, keep it strange.